agriculture, rural development and land reform, gazetted a new draft policy for beneficiary selection and land allocation on the 3rd of January 2020. This policy document is prefaced with a problem statement. This states that currently within the land redistribution program, vulnerable groups and the marginalised have not been given sufficient opportunities to have access to land. It is therefore critical for the state to prioritise the most marginalised and the vulnerable groupings. The document also highlights, quote, the lack of a credible and transparent process for land allocation and beneficiary selection, which has resulted in the manipulation of the process, close quotes. Importantly, the document acknowledges that, quote, the lack of access to land by poor municipalities in rural and peri-urban areas for commonage and settlement purposes has resulted in a lack of access to land for production and settlement by vulnerable groups. The policy stated objectives are to ensure equitable access to land, address diverse land needs, promote urban agriculture, create credible and transparent systems for land allocation and beneficiary selection, target the rural poor, the landless poor municipalities and peri-urban residents as priority categories to gain access to land and to create an independent selection panel for land allocation. The policy, however, seeks to privilege online applications, internet-based applications for people seeking access to land, but it does undertake to provide walk-in support for those without access to the internet or the requisite skills to complete the application form. The policy identifies four categories of land need and proposes that all applicants will be, quote, subject to a skills audit and assessment before being allocated land to inform training requirements and to ensure sustainability and utilization of land assets being allocated, close quotes. Despite the undertaking to address the needs of local municipalities for commonage, the policy explicitly states that the department will not acquire new farms for commonage, but will release existing state land to support these applications. This, of course, assumes that there is sufficient and appropriately located state land to release. There does seem to be some contingency provision, as the policy later notes that qualifying municipalities and communities in communal areas may apply directly to the Department for the acquisition of strategically located properties to address particular and urgent land needs. Close quotes. The policy provides a long list of those who are disqualified from accessing land. These include employees of the state and state-owned enterprises. Although it seems to make an exception for traditional leaders, provided that they disclose their status and remuneration by the state and can prove that they are involved in farming. In this instance, the minister will make the final determination. With respect to beneficiary selection, the policy document acknowledges the recommendation of the Presidential Advisory Panel that the beneficiary selection process should follow the guidelines set down by FAO 
on the responsible governance of tenure of land, fisheries and forests. The policy proposes the establishment of a national and provincial land allocation and selection panel established as a non-statutory body with diverse representatives. The national panel has responsibility for the allocation of land worth more than 50 million rand, whereas the provincial panels may allocate land under this threshold. The centralization of the selection panel may have the unintended consequences, however, of excluding poor and vulnerable applicants, who would probably be better identified and assessed at local municipality scale as part of a localised land reform, land acquisition and agricultural development planning process. This would be undertaken as a sector plan within the municipal IDP. Nevertheless, this policy is well worth a read and the public have 60 calendar days from the 3rd of January to submit comments, which re represents an important development with some potential to begin to address the corruption and lead capture, which has increasingly overwhelmed the land allocation process. In this respect, the citizen on the 21st of January reported on a statement by the Democratic Alliance spokesperson on agriculture and land reform, Jacques Small. Small stated that of 818 farms acquired through land reform in Limpopo province, only 218, or 26%, were currently leased to beneficiaries, while the remaining 609, 74%, had not yet been leased. According to Small, the rental income obtained from the 218 lease farms was just 252,391 rand. However, the article did not make clear whether this was an annual or a monthly rental figure. It also does not clarify whether the 74% of farms which have not been leased remain unutilized or allocated by means of caretaker agreements and other such mechanisms. These details notwithstanding, such data, if it is accurate, and no data source is disclosed, represents a very worrying trend.